Hi everyone and welcome back to our podcasting series, Care to Listen. In this, our fifth series, we will be exploring diversity, inclusion and identity. So let me just give you a little bit of background to these, our diversity role model podcasts. These podcasts are an opportunity to get younger people and older people together to talk about their experience of what it's like to belong to groups of people who share unique characteristics. Hi everyone, I'd just like to introduce you to our two guests today. We have Hilary and Hilary is from Nottingham and she's one of our foster carers, Five River Foster Carer. And she is going to be speaking to one of our young support workers, Nazia. And Nazia is from Birmingham and also working with Five Rivers. And they're both here today to talk to us about their religious and spiritual beliefs and what it means for them. Welcome. Nice to have you. Thank Thank you. Hello, Nazia. Nice to see you again. Hello. Nice to see you as well. Can you describe to us your religious belief and tell us a little about yourself? Yes, so I'm Nazia. Um, I'm. I identify myself as British Bangladeshi um, Muslim woman. I am married. Um, I'm originally from Manchester, moved to Birmingham. Um, my re- uh, religious beliefs. Um, I follow the religion Islam, which then makes me a Muslim. Uh, just to give you a little bit of a background uh, about our religion Islam. Um, It started in Saudi Arabia in the city called Mecca uh, 14,000 years ago Um, and we believe in um, uh, we believe in one God and the Arabic word is Allah we believe in many prophets and that God has sent down um, for to show mankind that how to live according to the laws of Islam um, and now we believe our last prophet um, is called Muhammad. Please be upon him. He is a highly respected um, man in our religion. Hence, why we every time we say his name, it, we have to say peace be upon him. Uh, once once his name is mentioned, um, um, our religion is based on the holy book, which is called the Quran. Um, and this was sent through our prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. And in the Quran is what we believe is the words of our God. And it's got, um, it's just, it's like guidance for all Muslims on how to live their lives. Um, and another big part of our religion is um, the month of Ramadan, which is what we are currently in right now. Um, and Ramadan is all about um, realizing. Uh, it's, it's, it's all about it, Ramadan is all about testing our faith. It's about the month of discipline, self-discipline, um, and why we fast is so God can show us and um, appreciate how we live our life according to how the poor lives their life. So we don't fast, we don't eat. Sorry, um, between from sunrise to sunset. Um, and in, in between them hours, n- no food, no drink, um, and there's certain rules that we have to do and we have to obey. For example, um, we, just, we have to refrain ourselves from certain activities, um, and that's all about self-disciplining ourselves. 
um, and another part of our religion is we follow the five pillars of Islam um, our religion is very simple like I said you just follow the book of the Quran um, and we follow how our Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him how he lived his life can you tell us about, your, uh, about yourself Hillary please okay so I am Hillary I was originally born in Jamaica. I've been living in England for the past 30 odd years. I am a Seventh-day Adventist by faith. Um, I'm a mother of two. I'm a foster carer. And I have two young persons in my care today. And can you explain um, a little bit about your religion, please? Okay, so I'm a Seventh-day Adventist by faith. Um, we are a protest. We, we consider ourselves Protestant Christians, and um, we believe in the Ten Commandments and the Trinity: the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we considered those three as one; they become one. So when you when we pray, we pray in the name of um, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and we believe in one God. Even though they have three names, they are one person because they, they share the same faith, the same views, the commandments, and we abide by the Ten Commandments, which is a guideline that guides us into doing what is right and not to break the law um, um, of God and also the law of the land in which you are living in. How important is, are, are your religious beliefs and your practice to your identity and your day-to-day -day life? Um, my religious belief is very, very important to me. It is what um, governs my life. It is what teaches me the discipline of life, um, coupled with the, 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 um, the training that I got from home, from a Seventh-day Adventist family. As my parents, they are... Um, they were Seventh-day Adventists when I was born. So I know I know no other faith. However, saying that, I am still open to hear other people's view, to hear about their religion, because I believe that we never stop learning. And we can't just... I don't believe that I should just shut myself down because I am a Seventh-day Adventist. I felt that everything that governs the Seventh-day Adventist faith is right. I am still open to learn from other people and as you know there's a saying that says that knowledge is power you cannot really say something about um say for example in africa you can't say something about africans unless you have an in-depth knowledge about what african cultures are or what you know that what what the practices are their belief you'll have to sort of get to know them spend some time with them and get to to understand where they are coming from with their with their culture and their belief and the, the same thing goes for you as a muslim um nazi i would never point the finger and criticize you for your faith because i don't know i have limited knowledge about muslim and their belief and their way of um um you know worship and everything so i am not in a position to judge you i am i i would love to learn you know to hear to see um to learn more about your culture and your 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 um you mentioned about Allah I have very limited knowledge on that so I am in no position to judge you or to 
to, to belittle you because of your, your religious belief. And it's the same thing with Adventists. I am I'm a Seventh-day Adventist. I, I would like people to listen to me before pointing the finger and causing, um, you know, causing judgment. So I'm very proud of what I believe in. I have a very in-depth knowledge of my faith. And, and as a result of that, it governs my life and, and um, um, from day to day. Um, I totally agree with what you said. Um, our religions are very similar, actually, because our beliefs are, we believe in the same thing, um, similar uh, traits that you just said. Um, we, Our religion, Islam itself, is all about respecting other people's religion. In the, our holy book, the Quran, um, it actually talks of people of the Jews, talks of people of Christianity. Um, we follow certain things um, and it's all about respecting one another's religion our prophet had non-muslim neighbors and he loved and treated them with respect um in the holy quran he actually says you're not allowed to disrespect non-muslims those that don't follow our religion you still respect them that's actually one of the laws um and um even those that worship idols worship other gods again it's it's what is one of our laws we respect each individual needs um and what they believe in um you know and even in our religion um we follow the book of torah we follow the book of the bible it's all linked together and you're supposed to uh, we're allowed to eat food from the um the laws of other religion as well and men are actually allowed to marry women that are christian christian you know follow follow other religions that's actually permissible i think um because of society and what we see in social media and what we see you know um i feel like it's it's very it's, it's the, these things are not um shown in the media and it's not shown it's um it's, it's unfortunate because like i said our religion is actually very simple but the way um the society is and social media it just shows you know if if um you know they make you other people believe that islam is such a religion that if you're not a muslim then they don't like you they don't want to take part they don't want to be in your life where actually it's that complete opposite is there any difference between your culture um cultural traditions and religious belief yeah there is there is a massive difference um again um so you know how people how i just said that we're supposed to respect um each and each different religions and beliefs this is where culture comes into it and culture divides everybody so um there are certain um in in certain certain cultures if you're not the same if you're not culturally so in certain cultures if you're not part of that same culture they won't allow their child or um you know to become friends with that person or they may not allow them to get married into that culture uh, whereas actually in islam in our religion that's forbidden that's not allowed so for example if 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 i fell in love with someone out of my culture and then my parents said no you can't marry that person because he's not bangladeshi that's my culture then that's actually um a very big sin in our religion upon my parents because you you are allowed to marry outside your culture you know you can't just um just disagree because you know at the end of the day he's muslim there's nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with it just because he's not bangladeshi um so yeah cultural does take out take over a lot of um families and the media and it, you know they believe that if it's not if it's not from the same culture 
then they look down upon them or they'll be different whereas Islam just sees everyone is equal it doesn't matter what where you come from which country you come from you know you can go to all parts of the world there's Muslims all over the world and everyone is equal just because you know um, the religion came from Saudi Arabia that just doesn't mean it's just Arab, Arabs that are Muslim you can get you know Muslims all over the world and everyone is equal no one is better than another one as a Muslim wife are you allowed to work yes um, as a Muslim um, wife you are allowed to work um, you are well within your rights to work there is no law to say you can't go to work and in fact you, when you go to work the money that you earn in our religion is your money um, and in our religion the the man has to provide for the woman in a marriage um, that's that's a law but whereas with the woman he, he can't stop his wife from working there's no obligations for her to stay at home I think there's a stereotype where women can't work if you're a Muslim you can't work especially if you're a wife you're a daughter-in-law you have to be a homeowner you have to take over the you know you have to raise children yes it's very very important for the woman to uh, you know make a home that's that is in our religion the woman you know they do say the, a woman makes a home but she still can do that as well as go to work um, I think that's another cultural thing, whereas within culture they say, you know, oh well, you know, wife shouldn't really go out to work, she should be raising her children, if she goes out to work then her home will break down, um, so that's a cultural thing, whereas Islam it's not, again, um, like our Prophet uh, Muhammad, peace be upon him, he married a woman that was, um, you know, ten times more successful than he was, and she was well known in, in the city then, and um, she was a successful businesswoman and he had nothing but then he married her and he's the great you know he's example for that for us to follow you said you're a foster carer how do you manage your faith um whilst fostering so as a foster carer i am there to nurture and to love the the children in my care to make sure that my home is a safe haven for them, a place where they can call home, a, where, a place where they can feel that it is home, a place where they felt love and um, just felt comfortable. Now, as a, as a Christian, my, um, my faith is not one to be forced upon anyone. And um, whilst I was going through the process of being a foster carer, this was one of the questions that was asked to me if i should have a child that comes in that doesn't have any faith how would i deal with that and I, the, my answer to that was that a child needs love a child needs love one of the greatest divides we have in the world is religion um and politics and 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 land and money we i don't believe in that when, when the faith that I believe in as a Christian, as a Seventh-day Adventist, we teach is love. Love covers everything. And if you can love a child and teach them the way of life with love and teach them the discipline of life that will sort of guide them into adulthood and guide them into being a decent um, um, law-abiding citizen, that's all that a child needs, love and nurture. So I don't feel that as a foster carer, um, I have the right to force upon any child in my care what I believe. So 
it's about making sure that you do the right thing for the children, not about forcing what my beliefs are upon them. Thank you for that. That was lovely. Um, yeah, sim similar to our religion, you know, you don't force upon your religion to anyone, to your children, to to, your, to anyone in the community or anything like that. You can share your religion, but you never force it upon them. Uh, I have another question for you. What's it like to be a black woman who holds Christian beliefs in Britain? Um, <laughs> I've never been asked that question before, but I um, I have not really encountered a, any sort of barriers being a, a black woman and a, and a, a Seventh-day Adventist, a Christian. Um, I've heard of people who have, you know, encountered some stereotypes and prejudices, but I personally have not encountered that. And um, I don't I don't feel as if I have been targeted in any way, you know, as a black person and one who has a faith. What I do um, come across in my workplace when I worked as a nurse is that people say that I am... The way I conduct myself, I, I, they will often ask me, "Do you go to church?" Or because I, I'm, I love to sing. So even at work, I sing to the babies, and sometimes the moms, if I'm not singing, they say, "Is Hillary's not here today? Why is she not singing? Or is something wrong?" So I am sort of known for that. And when they would, they would question me and ask me, "Where do you get, get develop your love for singing?" And I said, "Well, I sing on the choir at church." And then I, I have the opportunity to tell them a little. If they, if they so desire, they will ask me, you know, what faith do you believe in? And when I will tell them that I'm a Seventh-day Adventist, some of them have never heard about Seventh-day Adventist before. So then that then give me an opportunity to sort of share with them what I believe in. And, you know, um, they, 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 not that I am forcing anything on them, they ask. So I, I you know, I, I told them because at my place of work, we do not have the right to you know, um, um, force our religion or our spiritual belief on anyone in the workplace. So when someone came up to me and asked me something, then I shared with them. So personally, I have not faced any difficulties. My next question is, is arranged and forced marriages the same thing? Um, no, it's two complete uh, different things. Um, forced marriage is where they don't they don't agree to it and um where the parents or the guardians don't get the individual's consents and they just go ahead with it and just say you're getting married to that person end of um and that's actually forbidden it's a really big sin um in our religion because um marriage is a is a big part of our religion um and you know it is it's a law as well if if to be honest with you, if if they don't, if the individuals don't consent, then it's actually not even classed as a marriage. Um, it's actually that's that's a law that's you know in the Quran as well. Whereas with an arranged marriage, it's completely different. You just get introduced to that person. You can get to know that person. There is no time uh, restrictions. There is no you know take as much as your time. Even in our religion, it says it's your whole life. You know, it's a big decision. It's a part. Marriage is a part of who you are. 
take as much time as you need and you know, as parents as guardians you are not allowed to force your decisions or your opinions or um, you've got to let the individuals make that decision themselves you can introduce them introduce the families but then that's your job done okay how tolerant is your faith towards different ways of life that may not fit within your religious expectation nausea um, our religion, religion is to, um, tolerance to individuals that may not fit into our religion or to the way we live our lives. Um, you know, again, we have to respect individuals' beliefs and ha- the way they are, the way they live. Um, you know, it's all about accepting one another. Um, you, it's, you cannot mistreat someone just because they are different to you. That's um, not permissible in our religion at all. You still have to be kind. They're still, you know, you still have to treat them with love and compassion. And just because they don't share the same beliefs with you or they don't live the way you do does not give you any right to look at them any different. Um, You know, you still have to treat them with the same love and respect as you would with your own uh, Muslim communities. And what about your religion? How tolerant are they with other people outside of your religion well as i said um love we we practices and teaches love we are very tolerant with um with everyone because we believe that everyone has has rights everyone has choices and therefore as a as a as a as a christian faith we don't believe in in forcing people to to um to share or believe in what we believe in, it's totally up to them based on what they they learn about us or get to know about us. So we believe in sharing, but at the same time, it is not up to us to say, if you are not a Seventh-day Adventist, you are not part of us. At the same time, we have a, a, a teaching that we do not marry outside of our faith. We call it an equal yoke. So if I am a Seventh-day Adventist Christian, I don't believe in, I, I wouldn't personally go outside of my faith to marry someone. Not that I'm discriminating against them, but that's my belief. And that's where choices comes in and that's where one's rights comes in. So it's not because I think that I am better than the person. No, but I believe that when you married within the, the, this circle or, or your faith, then you don't have difference of opinion and one will not be pulling this way and the other pulling that way. Let me just ask you this one. Is there a certain way you have to dress as a Muslim woman? Yes, um, there is a certain way you do have to dress as a Muslim woman. Um, um, it's our religion, um, again, in the Holy Book of Quran, it expects women to dress modesty. So now that you can define modest to how... People can define modest in diff- many different ways. So you may look at different Muslims and you may see someone in the hijab, which is the head covering. You may see someone with the uh, face covering, or you may see someone like myself with none of them. So modesty is how you want to dress and how you see yourself as modest. So, um, you know, that's why there's different levels of, you know, covering. But yes, you've got to dress modest. That is part of our religion thank you 
And what's great about your faith? Um, what's great about my faith? Well, what's great about my faith is that it's it's a faith that is open to continuous learning and improving oneself. And and that I mean that when it comes to learning about God, learning about creation, learning about each other, the Bible points us to all of those things. Because if you open the Bible, I think the Bible is, is um, in the Bible, you can find instruction for everything in our everyday lives, everything. And it guides you in a way that you, once you know it, or once you learn something from it, you no longer um, have that ignorance about um, certain things in life. Um, so I think that is very great uh, about my um, my faith. I also love the fact that we teaches equality amongst ourselves as fellow men. Take out the different religions out of it. As 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 a people, I believe that we ought to love and and respect one another as human beings. Teach one another. With, treat one another with human dignity and with love treat them i the, the common saying says treat someone as you would like as you would treat yourself but if i am being fair i don't like the way some people treated themselves so i don't i don't agree with that and that's just me so treat people according to their individual needs treat them with love with respect and with dignity nadia i'll just um throw the same question back at you what's great about being a muslim and your faith i have to say hillary both our religions are so very similar again um, islam is a very peaceful loving kind religion i know this you know the society may look at it differently but again if you just open up the holy book of quran which you can find in english again the laws and everything it's so simple it's just the answers are in there the, nowadays, you you know, you find different, you hear different things from different people. But do you know what? Sometimes it gets a bit twisted. And I just think the, you know, the bottom line is the answer is in the holy book. And it's if you look into it, it's all about being kind. It's all about being respectful to one another. And some people may think um, our religion is, a, you know, we don't have any freedom. It's a bit of an oppression like people get oppressed in religion in our religion especially women but that's not the case our religion gives women um so many rights and freedom of choice freedom of speech again you know it's, it's all in the quran it's all you know it's all about just educating yourself sometimes you know someone can call themselves a muslim and then they might tell you this and that and this but so i just my advice and opinion is just go straight to the holy book because it's in there because sometimes it can get twisted with culture it's so easy to get twisted with culture but take culture out of it and if you want to follow the religion of islam it's very simple and the answer is in the holy book thank you so much nadia for your time and thanks for answering my questions Wow, that was lovely, really lovely hearing um, about all the similarities that you share and um, just great to realise that actually we all share the same values here in this conversation where we just have a different way of of going about it um, that's suitable for each of us and it's just fantastic to hear about tolerance 
um, and that they and that we're all driven by love. Um, so that was brilliant. I'd really like to hear more about that and hopefully you two could maybe support some young people in a listening group where they can all explore um, all sorts of different religious and spiritual beliefs. So I'm maybe I would be I'm happy to, to I would seeing be happy you. To, yeah, thank yeah you that so would be much. great, Hilary and Nazi, if you come along and we can we can do some exploring of our own values and spiritual and religious beliefs with some of our young people. That's wonderful. Listen, we'll have a very nice weekend. Thank and, you. Thank you, Nazia. Inviting us. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you Thank so you. much. I'll catch Thank you all you. soon. Bye. Bye. All right, so you've been listening to the Five Rivers Childcare Family podcast series care to listen for any more information please contact us on participation at five rivers.org thanks for listening original soundtrack proud to be me written produced and recorded by the five rivers young creators